So I take a moment to process this information as my sludge balls just explode with rage inside my body. At this point, it had been almost two months since my sludge attack, and I was no closer to getting the health care I needed. The referrals department person who was standing there might have said something to that effect. I'm not sure. I don't really remember. I was too busy trying not to cry because I was so frustrated. Welcome to episode six of Sludge, an American healthcare story about how the healthcare system in the United States is full of sludge balls and how it desperately needs to be operated on and fixed immediately. I'm Caitlin Sludge Slut Durante. Joining me as always in the recounting of these sludge events is my sludge mate, Sammy Junio. I don't practice sludge re-up. <laughs> okay, so you're doing like a daily zeitgeist thing, but you're putting in the instead of Jack and Miles to anyway. Oh, go really? listen to the daily zeitgeist. Yeah, they always sing a song, and then people either they have written it or fans will send them like lyrics to a song, but they've like rewritten them so that they can insert their names into the song. It's great. Listen to the daily zeitgeist, and while I'm at it, listen to my other podcast, the Bechtel Cast. Anyway. Sammy. Yes. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? <laughs> How's your sludge? I'm doing great. I've never been better, actually. This is the most healthy and wonderful, least frustrating time in my entire life. Great. It sounds like it. Yeah. That's the reason why people make podcasts. You, that, we're d- that you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what's up, my sludge bunnies? Here we are for another episode <laughs> To recap what has happened so far, I had a sludge attack. I went to the ER for it. I saw a GI doctor who was no help whatsoever except to tell me that I should have gone to a surgeon, which let me know that I apparently need surgery. So there's that. Let me kick off this episode by saying that this story that I've been telling for several episodes now should not be this long (laughs) like there shouldn't be this many steps and here's the thing i'm not even done with the story there's still much more which is mind-boggling in an ideal world how the story should have played out is this my body is perfect and i don't have a sludge attack the end (laughs) ding 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 ding. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's now look at an almost ideal world. How this story would go is I have the sludge attack. It brings me closer to my good friend Sam, who takes me to the ER. Carried you. Carried me. Wheeled me into the facility. So far, this is what happened. So, so far, so good. While I'm at the ER, in an ideal world, they would do an ultrasound right then and there and discover my sludge the er staff would then schedule me for an appointment to see a surgeon and then i would have the surgery a short time later assuming that was what everyone decided needed to happen so this might not sound feasible based on the story that i've been telling so far But this version of the story does exist and has happened many times in countries like the United Kingdom, 
Canada, Sweden, France, Australia, South Korea, Taiwan, apparently Kuwait, according to my internet research, has universal health care, many others. Why the United States cannot implement a healthcare system that allows for medical stories to play out in a sensible, streamlined, efficient way is truly baffling. I, I don't get it. Sammy, help, help me. I can't. <laughs> I haven't had health insurance forever. I know. What if this had happened to you? Well, honestly, what would you do if you had had a sludge attack with, with no health insurance? Like, what, what would your options be? Will go to the doctor and run away from the hospital bills. Sure. Or pretend like nothing happened, but then also make changes to the diet, lifestyle, etc. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't have insurance, so I've been calling and trying to make appointments and trying to get referrals, which has all been stuff that my health insurance has like dictated that I need to do. So sure. if you don't even have insurance and you try to like go to see a GI specialist, for example, will they even no. see you? They or probably will they, won't bother, no. Will, will they see you but just make you pay out of pocket? Yeah, I think you just pay before you leave or you pay before you see somebody. Right. So you can't like run off. I, I have no idea how it goes because I'm so scared to go to the doctor because I know that it's going to be expensive. Like I have a torn... ACL and meniscus partially for yeah, years. Right. Like, and you're just, go. you just put on a brace and hope for the best. Yep. We have several friends who don't have health insurance and they just, they're like, yeah, I haven't been to the doctor in nine years. It's a fucking shame, man. It's the fact that people have to neglect their health and endanger their well being and their lives because they can't afford insurance or health care, something that I think should be free, is so sad and upsetting like it doesn't have to be this way but certain people policymakers etc who can enact change don't do anything about it and who are complicit in this system being extremely broken is enough to make me want to gouge out my own gallbladder with your wooden sword sammy don't make yourself sick can't go to the doctor about it i mean I can. I'll just have to wait for 47 appointments and referrals. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. So, again, the question that I continue to pose is why the U.S. can't implement a system that works better for everyone? I I don't know. We can't seem to do that. So onward with this nightmare version of the story, which is the one that is currently playing out for me in real life. So where we left off last episode was me returning to my primary care physician, my PCP, after my appointment with Dr. M, the GI specialist. In the waiting room, I have a conversation with my PCP, and then someone from the referrals department is also present, but it's mostly a conversation between me and the doctor. Uh, So Sammy, Mm. will you do the honors and reenact this scene, (laughs) this conversation, with me you will please if you will role play as my primary care physician my pcp yep and i will be myself my sludge riddled self i'm in (laughs) okay so here's kind of the gist of of how this one went hi doctor it's me caitlin remember me (laughs) i went to the gi doctor he was very dismissive he said i should have been referred 
directly to a surgeon that I never needed to be referred to a GI doctor. I referred you to a GI doctor because he was the one who was supposed to refer you to a surgeon. (sighs) So I take a moment to process this information as my sludge balls just explode with rage inside my body. Because what I've just heard is the reason I went through all the trouble to go see this doctor who dismissed me and told me to go fuck myself, basically, and told me that my PCP should have referred me to a surgeon directly, is that he was the one who was supposed to refer me to a surgeon. Okay, cool. So I say to my doctor, well, I'm not going back to him. He was an asshole. Is there any way that you can just refer me to a surgeon directly? Yes, I can do that. Which begs the question, if she can refer me to a surgeon directly, why didn't she do that in the first place? Ah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, to be fair, maybe I needed to see a GI doctor before my PCP could refer me to a surgeon. The referrals department person who was standing there might have said something to that effect when we were all standing there. I'm not sure. I don't really remember. I was too busy trying not to cry because I was so frustrated. But still, the question remains, why are there so many steps? (sighs) Okay, so at this point of, of me standing in my PCP's office, it had been almost two months since my sludge attack, and I was still no closer to getting the healthcare I needed. And it also begs the question, if she was referring me to a GI doctor so he could potentially refer me to a surgeon, why did no one tell me that? Like, had I known that that was the objective of the appointment with the GI doctor, I would have advocated for myself better at the appointment with Dr. M. And when when Dr. M said, like, why are you here? Why didn't you go directly to a surgeon? I would have said... Because you're the one who's supposed to refer me to a surgeon, comma, asshole. Instead, I allowed myself to just feel stupid because I didn't know any better. Because again, really nothing has been made clear to me throughout this entire process. I foreshadowed this in the very beginning of the podcast with the very unclear conversation that you and Nikki had on the phone during my sledge attack at the Ren Fair. This is, yeah, every episode has literally been, we moved the car. <laughs> right. Well, it's a doctor telling me, yeah, we just moved the, the car. And then I say, why? And they say, okay, bye. Yeah. And goodness bless our friend Nikki. Sweet She's angel. She's a sweet baby angel. Uh, we're all just doing our best out there, except for every medical professional I've come in contact with recently because they all seem to be doing their worst. And I know I'm coming down hard on doctors in this story. I know that many doctors and healthcare professionals are very good at their jobs. They are very wonderful people who are terrific at giving medical care. Hashtag not all doctors are bad. Hashtag many of them are good. But it just so happens that the ones I've seen as of late have not been attentive, have not bothered explaining anything, have not been clear. So nothing's been made clear to me. And I wasn't even totally sure why I needed to go to a GI doctor in the first place. I just I was just told that that's what I needed to do. And I trusted 
that the doctor told me that's what I needed to do because I assumed they knew what they were doing. Like I, I just never questioned anything. And then I figured the doctors I was referred to would tell me what I needed to know. Like doctors are these genius hero people, right? Who we're all supposed to trust and idolize according to, I don't know, Gray's Anatomy, <laughs> General Hospital, Scrubs, Scrubs, <laughs> Sludge, <laughs> House, Nurse Jackie, I don't Doogie know. Hauser. Doogie Hauser. <sighs> Again, hashtag not all doctors. Many doctors are people you can put your trust in. Many are very smart and will take the time to help patients understand things. Again, it's just not the doctors I've seen recently. Okay. Back to nothing being made clear to me. So not only has communication between doctors and me been generally bad and unclear, it's also becoming increasingly obvious to me that communication between doctors and other doctors is also terrible. Surely there could have been a conversation on the phone or via email between my primary care physician and Dr. M, the GI doctor, prior to my appointment with Dr. M. So... I imagined what that conversation might have been like. So, Sammy, would you be willing? Would you share your talents, please, with us? And reprise your role as Dr. M in this imaginary conversation that I feel like should have happened. Absolutely. This time, I will be my PCP. So, bring, bring. Hey, Dr. M. It's me, Caitlin's primary care physician. I'm sending Caitlin to you. She has gallstones. If you determine that she needs surgery, please give her a referral for a surgeon. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks for the heads up. I'll be sure not to treat her like a fucking idiot when she comes in. Great, thanks. See you at the doctor holiday party. Bye. Click. Okay, so that was the fan fiction I wrote for the conversation I wish would have taken place because it might have meant that I wasn't stuck waiting for treatment longer than I needed to. Although, is it fanfic if I'm not a fan of what's happening? What if I hate what's happening? What do you call that? Hate Hate fic. fic. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Anyway, yes, that was completely fiction. No such conversation ever happened. There was clearly no communication between doctors, just as there has been no clear communication with me, which is only made more obvious during the next installment of this saga. So please stay tuned for the next episode of Sludge, an American Healthcare Story. My name is Caitlin Durante. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at Caitlin Durante. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Sludge Podcast. You can email at sludgestorypodcast at gmail.com. Because believe it or not, when I set up a Gmail account for this podcast, sludgepodcast at gmail.com was already taken. So I, I'm tempted to email them and be like, um, hello. <laughs> What are you? (laughs) Are you a podcast about sludge metal music? I have to guess that's what it is. Unless someone else out there has been told that they have medical sludge, that they have sludge balls, and they are also experiencing a similar medical nightmare because of it. Maybe it's the lady that the nurse told you about. Oh, maybe. Right. Or 
Maybe it's the nurse herself. <gasps> she just gives the diagnosis of sludge to everybody, no matter what you have. What a, what a <laughs> dog. She's just like, oh, you broke your femur? Sounds like you've got sludge in your bones. <laughs> oh, you had an aneurysm? I guess you have s- brain sludge. <laughs> Itching in your groin region? You have sludge for this. <laughs> you have a sludge TD. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, not important. There's apparently another sludge podcast at gmail.com out there, but that's not mine. So email me at sludge story podcast at gmail. Sammy, yes. thank you for being here. Thank you for all of your support or your sludge support. Ding, 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 ding. What would you like to say about all this? I hate it. <laughs> I hate that you're going through this. I'm really sweaty about it. <sighs> and I truly, I can't, I have no words. Same. I only have sludge. <laughs> If people wanted to follow you, which they should, where can they do that? Follow me on Instagram at it underscore sludge underscore Sam. That is it underscore Y-O-U-R underscore (laughs) S-A-M. Beautiful. Yes, please follow Sammy there. And uh, until then, just take care of yourself. Take care of your sludge. Take care of each other. Bye. Go sludge yourselves. Sludge life.